Welcome back to the podcast. This is day three of our seven-day journey together, and I just want to remind you to make sure you have some some time, uh, maybe about five minutes, just to spend at the end of this meditating on God's promise. And the promise we're talking about is when Jesus says, I have prepared a place for you with me. And so this is day three. Let's jump in. Philippians uh, chapter 1 verse 20 says this, I eagerly expect and hope that I will no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. Listen to this. This is verse 21. This is, this is gorgeous. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I'm going to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I don't know. I'm torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it's more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and the joy in the faith, so that through being with you, again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. Not too long ago, I went to the hospital to visit with a woman who was dying. A cancer was destroying her body. This lady had lived a hard life. She made a lot of tough choices. Uh, this is no disrespect to her, but it's true. And, and she would tell you if she was still here to tell you that. Um, she made a lot of bad choices, a lot of bad decisions. And this was a lady I knew well. Um, she was my cousin. And not just any cousin. Uh, this was actually the cousin who was driving the car when I was in my wreck when I was uh, seven years old. And she was driving and, and you know, it's her fault. And I ended up losing my leg. And I don't remember ever being mad at her or angry with her. I don't think I ever was. Uh, although I will say it did cause some problems in my family. And there was certain, certainly some anger, as anyone could expect. And I think she'd always sort of felt responsible for it. Um, she made a lot of rough decisions in her life as she grew up. And, but, man, when we were little, she loved me so much. Like, she treated me like I was her little brother. She carried me around. She played with me. You know, she was that cousin. But... As, as she grew up, she certainly lived a life far from Jesus. And, and one day, I guess, uh, she decided to come back to Christ. And so she started coming to the church where, that I pastored, which was really cool. And in that church, I think she probably found some things that she'd never really had before, like, you know, acceptance and, and, and you know, community and all these things. But above all these things, she found Jesus Christ. She found a relationship with God. And I remember a few days before uh, she died, she knew she was dying. She could see it coming. I mean, she could see death coming. Think about that, guys. Like she's laying there and she's, her body's just riddled with cancer and, and she's got all these things going on and, and she sees death coming and she calls me and she says, hey, will you guys come up to the hospital room? I want to I wanna join the church officially before I die. And so we're like, okay. So we go up there and we're we're singing songs with her and we're doing all these things. And it was a beautiful moment uh, on so many levels. I mean, it was a tough moment because we were embracing death. It was a tough moment because we weren't like, you know, talking around it. We weren't pretending like it wasn't going to happen. We were embracing it. And I even remember as I prayed with her, like I remember looking in her eyes as, as I was praying and just, you know, saying, Helen, Helen, like I envy you. I envy you because, and I didn't envy her because she had cancer, of course not. I envied her because she was about to, to meet the king. And I envied her because I could look in her eyes and see that she believed the promise was true. She believed that Christ had prepared a place for her with him. She believed 
that, that to live is Christ and to die is to gain. And she believed that she was about to meet the king of the universe. And you could see it. And there was no fear in that room. And death had no victory in that room. And it was absolutely incredible. I've been with dying people before, I guess. And I'd certainly seen other people who weren't afraid to embrace death. But there was just something unique in that moment. And maybe, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just a realization for me that this promise was true. Maybe it was the realization for me that one day this will be everyone's situation. Maybe not with cancer. Maybe not you won't see it coming. But one day we all leave this universe. And to believe that promise matters so much. I mean, she was prepared. This woman who had lived such a, a difficult, rough life. But in death, she had no fear. In death, she believed that where she was going was better than where she was. In death, she believed that she was actually about to be set free. To live as Christ. To die as gain. And there's no doubt that it's better that we go on living while we're here. But when our day comes, do we trust Him? Do we trust that he has prepared a place for us? And so for the next five minutes, just, just think about this. Just think about how your moment will be in, in, in that last moment. I think sometimes we have to do this. We're going to spend forever with God. How can this promise change the way you see your circumstances today? Man, Helen was in a difficult spot. She was in a tough spot. But because she knew there was something greater waiting on the other side, she was able to rise above her circumstances and minister to everyone in that room to have a profound effect in the life of everyone in that room. And she wasn't a master theologian. <laughs> but because she believed that something greater waited on the other side, she was able to supersede her circumstances in a way that changed my life. For five minutes, will you think about this? Will you think about what it means? Maybe there's difficulty in front of you right now. But if the promise is true, what does it do? I think we're going to talk a little bit more about this tomorrow. But for the next five minutes, just, just reflect. Just, just dream. Just shut your eyes and just be with God. Ask Him for the power to trust. You know, people say, I don't know what it'll look like for me in, in that moment. If that moment comes, I don't know what, what I'll decide today that the promise is true. Decide today that you will have a faith that supersedes your circumstances. I love you guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Jones out.